Welcome back to the Traders Improve podcast. My name is Rolf. I am your host. I've been trading myself for over 15 years. I'm also the co-founder of TradeSide.com and Edgewonk.com, which is an online trading journal. And in the Traders Improve podcast, I try to provide tips, insights into the world of trading and share my experience from my own trading, but also having worked with traders for the last six years. This week, I want to discuss a question that a trader sent in through Twitter. And the trader said that he is a break-even trader. His win rate is around 50% over the last nine months. And he has been trading totally for around one and a half years. And I think this is a very common situation. I've seen many traders be in that exact same situation. And first of all, this is a huge step to getting to the break-even stage, especially if you can stay at the break-even stage for nine months and trade hopefully roughly consistently. So this is a very, very big milestone in the journey of a trader. And it's very important to understand and recognize the progress that the trader has made. And this can give you a lot of confidence and zooming out and looking at your whole trading journey is also very important because you can then see it in the right context. You see how much you have progressed, how far you have come, how, f how much you have learned. You probably look at your charts very, very differently compared to one and a half years. You have hopefully shifted your focus on what is important when it comes to becoming a professional trader as well. So this is very important to recognize. Recognizing progress is always important to build confidence and to also stay motivated for your journey going forward. However, this stage is also a very, well, dangerous one, if we can say it like that, because being a break-even trader can often be very frustrating for many people. And then very often what I've seen that traders give up staying in this break-even stage for that long, or they make the wrong decisions on how to potentially go forward and turn their break-even trading approach to a winning one. But let's ask, what is the right approach here? And in my work with Edgewonk, I have reviewed dozens and dozens of journals over the years and I have come across this situation many times. So let me share my thoughts. And when the trader says that he has a roughly 50% win rate and he is break even, this has to mean that his winners and losers have roughly the same size because, well, with a 50% win rate, it means that half of the time you win and half of the time you lose on your trades. And therefore, the trades have to cancel each other out when it comes to profit and losses. So your losses and your winners are roughly the same size. This is very important understanding and very important finding. And you have a few options on how to go about going forward. First of all, I would start with looking at all of your winning trades and really digging into your winning trades. In my experience, the traders at this point are often not riding their winning trades optimally. And this is often the most common reason why winners and losers have the same size. Many traders, especially in the beginning, the first nine months, maybe a year, maybe two years even, they spend all of their time and they spend all of their energy obsessing about entries. And all they do is optimize for the perfect entry. And so they believe this is the most important thing. And what then happens is that once they're in the trade, they feel kind of lost because they have never really looked into trade management, stop loss placement, target management, 
how to write winners optimally, how to trail your stop loss. And then if you have never taken a look at it, you are often probably just jumping around, making decisions up on the fly and have very little consistency in your trading decisions after the trade entry. And therefore the focus has to shift now, get away from the entry mindset and look more at the exit. Looking at exits and focusing on exits can really help you understand your trades on a much deeper uh, level. So I would go through your last 50 trades and analyze the exit on every single trade. And I would play with alternative exit ideas or exit strategies. For example, you could go through each trade and ask for each trade how the trade would have performed with a different reward to risk ratio and a different target approach, maybe even how would the trade have performed if you would have used a different stop loss trailing method. And this is a very quick but very, very effective analysis and a test. All you have to do is pull up your trade screenshots, which you hopefully are keeping in your trading journal. Hopefully you're also using Edgewonk. Uh, I might be a little bit biased, but in Edgewonk you have the capability to store for every trade up to six screenshots. And exactly for that situation, we have built this feature so that once you have to do that, once you are going through all of your trades, all of your screenshots are already there and waiting for you. And if you have kept good records, this exercise will only take a few minutes. However, if you don't have any records and you have to gather all the screenshots first, this can easily take you hours and be very tedious and time consuming and also very annoying. So what you do is you just go through all of your trade screenshots and for every trade, you note down the potential outcome of the trade by, by asking what would have happened if I, instead of a one-to-one, -one, would have used a two-to-one reward to risk ratio or a three-to-one or a four-to-one, or assuming you, have, you would have used an end-of-day or end-of-week target approach or exit approach. Or you could ask what would have happened with the trade looking at the screenshot if you would have used a different trailing stop-loss approach, trailing it behind a specific moving average behind the last swing high, swing low. And this is a very easy exercise because you have the screenshots for all of your trades and all you have to do is go through them one by one and write it down. You can use an Excel sheet, take different columns for each different alternation of the strategy that you want to test and then write down the potential outcome in terms of R multiple. That's the easiest and most straightforward way. In most cases, you should find something that helps you to improve your reward to risk ratio. And remember, if you are trading with a 50% win rate, and with this first step, we are not even looking to boost the win rate. We are just trying to find out, are you optimally managing your winners? And by just boosting your reward to risk ratio from let's say one to one to 1.2 to one, or maybe two to one, that way you can already move your strategy from a break-even performance to a profitable one. So there are no big changes really and big findings here needed. Small things and small findings can already tilt the scale a lot in your favor. Second, I would look at your losses. First, I would look at the loss size and try to see if I can find any particular outliers. Let's assume you have your regular position sizing strategy that says you are risking 2% per trade. And then you occasionally see in your journal that you have losses where you are losing 5% or more. This is a huge red flag and consistent position sizing is usually a very, very easy fix here that can help you to move forward 
and improve your risk management. In general, if you don't have any fixed position sizing and if your position sizing is really all over the place, this is a good tip which often helps traders to remove a lot of account volatility as well. Third, what I would do is I would look into the trade quality. In Edgewonk, what you can do is look at your tilt meter or look at your trade efficiency, which basically means how often have you broken your rules and how disciplined are you. And the higher the efficiency, which means the less often you have broken your trading rules and made fewer mistakes, generally speaking, you should see your trading performance go up. And by mistake, I mean going against your trading rules. You have to be very um, objective here. We are in the process-oriented mindset here, not in the results-oriented mindset. We don't look at the outcome to determine the quality of the trade, but we look at the quality of the, the actions and the decisions that you took. So this is the process-oriented mindset. And generally speaking, by reducing the amount of mistakes you make, so avoiding breaking your entry rules, your stop-loss rules, your exit rules, and just making sure that you adhere to your rules, generally speaking, you should see an improvement in your performance and in your results as well. So this is definitely something that I'd also do for every trade. Look at how well you executed the system and if you can find room for improvement there, great. Another thing that you can do is compare and analyze the traded instruments, the markets that you're trading or individual setups. Sometimes trading strategies perform better on individual instruments and there can be many reasons for that. For example, Maybe you have one strategy that uses a very aggressive stop loss and you are using that strategy on a market that is very volatile and has a much larger ATR. And therefore it could be the case that this strategy experiences uh, more frequent stop runs because it is not designed to work on a high volatility market. And in general, what I would always do is look for outliers in your data. If you see that one setup is widely overperforming compared to another, where one market is significantly underperforming and only showing you negative results. I would look into that and try to see what the cause is and if there's something that you can improve. In general, looking for outliers is often really, really good and I've done it in many reviews of journals. And as I said, I have reviewed dozens of trading journals from all types of traders over the years long-term, short-term, scalpers, futures, crypto, stocks, everything across the board. And one thing that really struck me after having analyzed all of those journals was that even when you look at completely different trading approaches, the individual errors and the challenges that the traders are facing are often very similar. And it is all about getting the basics right. With the basics, I mean, don't cut your winners short, try to write your winners optimally, don't let the losses get out of hand, size your positions as consistently as possible, reduce the amount of errors that you make, so try to reduce the mistakes and improve your efficiency, and in general, look for outliers and avoid such situations. And although I don't have any real exact numbers, I would estimate that the majority of traders would be able to turn their trading around by following these simple guidelines and by just focusing on the basics. And that's it with this question. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you found some inspiration for your own trading. I like this format. So if you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Twitter. Just tag me at TradeSiety. Send in your question and I will tackle it in one of my next podcasts. Thank you for listening.